Welcome to Knowledge for Caregivers. My name is Kathy, the host of this podcast. Since I have been a geriatric nurse for almost 10 years, helping seniors age in place, I'm going to give you the knowledge that I used to help my own family so you can help your family. I don't know about you guys, but my spring is being very chaotic. It's hot, it's cold, it's windy, it's rainy, and I think we're back into the cold spell again, which has nothing to do with my topic today. But we took our dog to the dog park just to get his energy out, and it made me think about spring. One of the things that we often do about spring is we plant a garden. I don't know how many of you plant a garden. My husband does every year, but he doesn't eat the stuff, so it's really frustrating. So what I wanted to talk today about is supplements. You'll meet many nutritionists and doctors who say we don't need any supplements at all. We should get everything we need from our food. On the whole, I would agree with you. We should try to get as much of our nutrients, vitamins, protein from actual food. Now, my son doesn't know what a fruit or vegetable is, so he does take some supplements to get fruits and vegetable things. It's not as good as eating them. The other thing is that as we get older, this is a very sad piece of information that I'm going to share with you. The older we get, the fewer calories we actually need to function. That means everything that we put into our body must pack a punch, literally. It must have multiple purposes in it. The other thing our body does as we get older is it's less efficient in how it absorbs our nutrients. Doctors can do blood work on some of the more common nutrients that we might need. One of the things that they like to look at is the vitamin B12. This is used in creating our blood, used in our uh, DNA, which is our genetic code. It helps our nerves function properly. And unfortunately, as we get older, it does not absorb as well in our body. Foods that will give us B12 are fish, meat, poultry, eggs, dairy. So all the protein things. I also know some of my older people, they're having trouble chewing meat. Maybe they can do fish. Maybe they can do eggs. As people get older, they're also becoming more lactose intolerant. So they may have trouble. Like I, for instance, can't do eggs, dairy, maybe just a little bit of fish. So I actually take a B supplement. I think I use B right, which is one that absorbs easily in the body. But I didn't just go take a supplement. They drew blood work, found out that my B was a little low, and I just have not been able to get it back up. Another thing is things like folic acid. Folic acid is something that we always encourage pregnant women to take because it prevents the spinal cord, spina bifida type problems that can happen in babies. Nowadays, folic acid is added to a lot of our cereals and bread. But I honestly, I don't want to eat those cereals because it's just a lot of processed food. But if you eat lots of fruits and vegetables, you should get plenty of folic acid. The biggest one for older people is calcium. We have a decreased absorption of calcium. We have trouble getting enough calories to get enough calcium in. And that can then lead to thinning of our bones, which can lead to things like brittle bones and fractures. The best thing you can do for calcium is to drink low-fat milk. Uh, Yogurt is also a good idea, but you want to definitely pick things like Greek yogurt, low fat yogurt. We don't want to be loading up our arteries with fat, especially if we have a weight issue. You can also add things like kale and broccoli, but you kind of have to eat a lot of it. 
That's another thing that I actually do take calcium. It's important to take calcium with vitamin D because vitamin D helps you absorb it. That's the really nice thing about if you can tolerate low fat milk is because they fortify it with vitamin D and it also gives you your protein at the same time. If people just don't like the taste of milk or something, you can take some yogurt and make some smoothies. That's a good idea for people who have trouble chewing or they have dry mouth and it just, you know, really helps their mouth. One of the things that's come out of the pandemic is vitamin D. Vitamin D is something we go when we hang out in the sunshine and we get lots of vitamin D. Unfortunately, we just don't absorb enough vitamin D as we get older. When you don't have enough vitamin D, increase your risk of falling and getting other diseases. It definitely helps with your immune system. Again, a lot of our cereals and breads are fortified with vitamin D. Some other things that you can get are salmon, tuna, and eggs. It's always really encouraged that if you can tolerate it or you can afford it is to eat fish twice a week. They don't recommend eating fish every day because it does have some pollutants in fish that has gotten into the water. Another supplement to look at is potassium. One thing I would say about potassium, don't ever take potassium supplements unless you've checked with your doctor. Potassium is something that can get low because a lot of people take water pills. Potassium is very necessary for our bones to work, our cells to work. It keeps our blood pressure down. It can decrease the risk of kidney stones. Most people get plenty of potassium from fruits and vegetables, things like bananas, prunes, plums, potatoes. But like I said, I would definitely not go out and take any potassium. Magnesium is another thing that can get low in older people, and it's also involved with our immune system, our heart, and our bones. Magnesium comes from things that we call whole grains, nuts, oatmeals, whole wheat, fruits, beans, seeds, vegetables. So there's lots of ways to get magnesium. People who are low in magnesium can also get very constipated. I like to use a magnesium supplement called Calm. It's kind of like a powder you pour in a drink. So you can kind of adjust like half a teaspoon, one teaspoon, depending on what you need to help you not be constipated. Most older people get very obsessed about constipation issues. So a lot of people will take fiber. Fiber is really good because it helps your digestion and it decreases heart disease. But there's one thing, if you go and get something like Metamucil or Benefiber, you need to have at least a good eight ounces of water because otherwise that fiber just forms a brick in your body, which then makes everything worse. Fiber is again found in fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. So If you eat fruits, vegetables, and whole grains, you get your fiber, your magnesium, your potassium. So that really is helpful. Omega-3 fats they have found really helps with your muscles. It decreases the risk of Alzheimer's. It even helps with symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis. Omega-3 fats are mainly found in fish again. Like I said, I have trouble doing too much fish. I don't know why. And the supplements really don't work as well. You can get some omega-3 fats. They're not as well from soybeans, walnuts, and flax seeds. If I have anything, it's always trying to get more the omega-3 fats. You can take some like cod liver oil, but to me, it's just disgusting. And every time I try to take anything like that, it just makes me nauseated. But if you can get it in your diet, try to do that. You can get the kind that's burpless. It means when you're burping, you're not burping up fish taste. The last thing that most people don't even think of as a supplement is something we call water. 
Older people just usually do not have enough water. As we get older, our thirst declines. The medications we take can increase dehydration and we just honestly tend to get dehydrated. If you have a loved one and they're feeling dizzy often or they're just weak, increase their water. They should drink about eight glasses of water a day. That's not a hard and fast rule. You can also look at their urine. Normal urine should be pale yellow. If it's bright or dark yellow, we definitely need more water. Sometimes what happens with older people, we give them this big jug of water and we say, make sure you drink this whole thing in the next you know, eight hours. And they just get overwhelmed and they're trying to sip on it and it's just too much and they're, they get overwhelmed. So try some things like small little four ounce bottles of water. Because many times you go, okay, let's just sip on this. And then when it's done, you give them another one. It makes them feel like it's broken into manageable sizes that they can do. The other thing I always tell people, you can get some sugar-free jello, some popsicles, anything in which you increase their fluids. And like I said, the eight glasses of water, I like to call it liquids. I don't encourage a lot of juice because juice can fill people up with empty calories. Maybe, you know, a little glass of orange juice with some breakfast. But if they're just drinking juice all day, sometimes they'll just drink juice and then they won't drink water or anything else. The last one that I want to talk about is what I call probiotics. Probiotics or prebiotics are the good bacteria that you get in your gut that helps your gut work. It comes from mainly yogurt or any kind of fermented food like sauerkraut helps with your digestive system. You can also take probiotics. You need to always read the instructions on the probiotics to make sure that it may or may not need to be refrigerated. Again, like I said, do not take any supplements until you have talked to your doctor. I knew a lady, she just has about 30 supplements. She's taking so many of them. Well, that might be too many. Let's talk to our doctors, see what would be the best supplement that we need. And supplements, I think, do have a place as we get older. I just don't think that we need to be taking 30 to 50 different supplements. I don't think that that is beneficial. We should try to get most of it from food. Just understanding as we get older, certain things don't absorb as well. Again, as I say in my outro, do not take my advice on any of these. Check with your primary care doctor on what supplements you should take. The reason I say that is recently one of my doctors wanted me to try a very strong turmeric to help maybe possibly with some of my fibromyalgia, but he wanted to make sure I was not on any kind of blood thinners because turmeric can act as a blood thinner. So just remember to always check with your doctor when you're taking supplements and let them know what supplements you are taking. Thank you for listening and stay safe. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The information that I am giving is meant for informational or educational purposes only. They are not meant to replace the advice and consent of a person's primary care doctor or physician. If you wish to send me an email, you can do it at info, I-N-F-O, at symbol, Kathy's Consulting, K-A-T-H-Y-S, C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G dot com. Or you can check out my website at kathysconsulting.com. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for going on this caregiving journey with me.